Yes, Robert, you remember. And if not always so easy, but if your good voice can carry to the end of the back of the hall, um, if it is a little difficult, sometimes our voices might drop, then rather than raise the voice up, invitation people just pick up their chairs and wander down the line and make it easier to hear. Yes, please. Um, so I don't have any question in particular, mm-hmm. but my reason for coming up here was um, in the spirit of um, <clears throat> to be completely, I guess, vulnerable and um, to see if I'm hiding anything, I guess. Yes, uh-huh. So sometimes there's the motivation, the intention, and often not easy for some people in terms of uh, speaking when there's a a group of people who are listening, there's a certain uh, vulnerability. And you you mentioned, I used the word uh, hiding, so the obvious question. What might you be hiding? (laughs) 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 Well, the most obvious one would be, I guess, the sense of self-importance, I guess. Self-importance. Yeah, that that, that keeps um, revealing itself um, throughout the day. Yes. I catch it and then go, well, that is. And then... If I may ask, so... as you say, sometimes we can, so to speak, hide behind the notion of self-importance. Mm-hmm. Can I ask, uh, what way this idea of self-importance manifests at different times during the day? What would confirm to you, oh, this self, self-importance is showing itself? Um, it comes in the sense of um, and I noticed myself fault finding, sort of finding fault. Finding fault. Yeah, like I notice when I'm kind of over dissecting something, and I notice that I'm kind of dwelling there. Yes. And and, and then when I look into to it closely, I'm like, well, this is kind of unnecessary. I'm kind mm-hmm. of this is unnecessary, and then I come back. So. So when when there's a sometimes. Let's say we lose contact with the meditation uh, object. There's some analysis, dissecting, which is going on. Mm. And the recognition or the mindfulness, this is not necessary, Mm. uh, is the acknowledgement that too much self-importance is given to the dissecting. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, when you see that and there is no wish to inflate the self is it clear enough that you don't return back a few minutes later to the same dissecting well uh, apart from my sit just before mm-hmm. um, I, I went back to it like a lot a lot a lot like like I noticed myself kind of going back to it in different mm. forms mm. In, in different ways what true enough what 
So there's an issue going on, we're analysing it, we're interpreting it, we're dissecting it. And then we come back to the immediacy of things. And then there is the going back to it yet again and yet again. What's your sense with that of the motivation and the intentionality to keep going back to? Because that sometimes, you know, happens for us. What is that we think we don't need to be involved in this, it's not necessary, it's self-importance, there's more important things, and yet there is still a kind of compelling need to go straight back to it several times, if not longer. What's that about? Why do we go back to that which we know it's not necessary to go back to? The desire, I guess, to to know where I'm, to reference, to kind of know where I'm at, to know what's going on. All right. So why doesn't it work? Why why is it that we or we you you go back to something? There's mm. some kind of reason, rationalization. Mm. I keep going back to it. I keep analysing it. <clears throat> or whatever. Be more clear about it. Mm. I'll understand it more, mm. and I'll move on from it. But in fact, the opposite happens. Keep going back to it, and keep going back to it, and keep going back to it. Mm. Why isn't it that it's just not dropping off because it's been analysed to near death? Well, I guess in reflection of my past meditations and the one I had before, yes. the difference, I guess I've, in the other, at the other times I felt like I, there was something... I could do like yes. I could do something I could do to make a difference. All right. But then in sitting this time, mm-hmm. the, uh, the I guess it's just the recognition that, that I'm just getting in the way of what I'm trying to get done. All right. If I get the if I get the picture clear, uh, your, your uh, communications are genuinely uh, clear and easy with you to follow the whole process through. So there could be a latent idea mm. memory will be in all of this, latent idea but if I keep working with it I can get something done. If I do something about it if I go into it mm. only to find that one goes into it but then there's a habit or tendency to go back into it again and it never quite seems to get finished there. Rather than go into it, rather than analyse and interpret <laughs> there, what would be a significantly different relationship to that which is over-interpreted, over-judged, over-important, over-analysed? What would be a different relationship to those issues that we indulge and spend far too much time in? You won't be the only one in the hall. <laughs> so your words are going to count. So mm-hmm. Choose them well. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. no pressure. <laughs> there is. <laughs> A bit. Um,
uh, what comes to mind, I guess, mm. is the sense of um, awakeness to the, the extent necessary. Go on. Yeah, right. So, to be awake to the extent necessary, could you just expand a little bit more on, on, on that? I'm hearing you well, but just a little bit more for us, please. When I'm aware <coughs> to the extent necessary, mm. it feels like a um, a sense of confidence mm -hmm. um, and knowing what to say that comes from not um, somewhere I'm familiar with mm. um, but at the same time like that I like I'm familiar with it mm. like at the same time it, it's uh, the confidence confirms the sense of familiarity mm -hmm. excellent so if I may re re reflect and forget the the good sense so the tendency is to as we were speaking, overanalyze sort of the reflection of self-importance, one's dissatisfied with that, but the tendency uh, is there. And then there is the returning back, keeping steady, which contributes a confidence, that uh, confidence uh, can then find the right words in that situation that one was over-analyzing, over-interpreting and self-importance and, and so forth. So therefore there's a, a kind of trust mm. that the words and the mm. precision, the particular words, will be there and available and accessible without all the pre-analysis and interpretation. Mm. In a way, I may say, you've just been walking the talk meaning sitting here and asking, inviting you to uh, choose the words carefully uh, which you did with the trust, with the confidence with the uh, expression uh, there um, one could or you might you could say uh, if you wish at this point thank you you could return to your good seat nearby and spend the rest of the night analysing this communication. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, I promise you, I've heard it enough. So what will allow, you, which would be a reflection of self-importance, what will allow you to make the shift from there to there, <coughs> to wherever it may, it may be, in which there isn't any old habitual um, over-analysis. A little bit of reflection, yes, yes, why not? But not over-analysis like you. What, what will allow you to move on with your life without going over and over all this again?
I guess the first words that come to mind, I guess, is the um, sense of doubt that that's possible. But that's on first the first sort of clouds of first response. First response. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I, I know that's not doesn't have to be true. Mm-hmm. Uh, feels like I would have to just give it a go and see what happens. <laughs> 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 Fair enough. So, I'll be curious. <laughs> so, tomorrow come and find me. And let me know what happens. Okay. Thank you for your lovely contribution. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> have a quiet moment or two and then there'll be another invitation I don't know how precise I'm supposed to be doing I don't know how precise I'm supposed to be you don't have to be so precise I'll try to keep it conceptual. Alright, so we'll be well, our good voices will travel to those in the far realms. Yes. When some certain life events mm-hmm. come up after a certain period of time, especially when we think that we will dealt with them very well. We, we we feel we have dealt with them very well. Yeah. Yeah. But then we realize that we've just bottled them in, pickled them in jars, <laughs> preserved them very well. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be my favorite metaphor, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> since I rather like pickles in jars. But, anyway, <laughs> but I know what you mean. All right. Um, is the proof is it necessarily true there has been some experiences in the past which have been very very difficult one may have had a sense at the time that fairly clear reasonably resolved only to find that field of experience um, uh, or some aspects or whatever of it or painful memory has re-emerged and is now showing itself again is that the proof that it was bottled up? is that the confirmation of it? of, of bottling things up? Maybe a sign that it has not been dealt with. All right, uh, uh, it could be. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to uh, 
challenge a dispute uh, here too much. Could it be a sign that it has been dealt with, but not fully? Maybe. How will you know if it's bottling up? Not dealt with? Partially dealt with? Uh, what will, what's the intimations, the whispers in the inner life? Mm. This was bottled up. This was dealt with, but maybe a little bit. This was dealt with mostly, but still some aspects of it arising. What will indicate to you what is what in the old manifestation in the present? Relatively, it makes me think that it is less dealt with than I thought. All right, nice. Mostly, I'll just repeat because it's a powerful sentence you said, it is less dealt with than I thought. So the thought, in a way, humanly enough, made a measurement. I've dealt with this, that's the thought. Yeah. Or I've dealt with most of it, or some of it, or a little of it, that's the measuring with the, uh, with the thought. Only to find the old is back. It's actualized into the present. This is a question you do not have to answer in any way. Entirely your good uh, space with this. Would you like to be specific in terms of what you're referring to? You don't have to, it's entirely with you. Yes. Uh, anger to my father, to yes. be specific. Um, because of his life choices, mm -hmm. um, which was I thought was contradicting with the idea of family I have been grown up with. All right. So, there is, um, what should we call it, the model, the reference uh, of uh, the family, the construct uh, of the family, and in some way or other, the father's view or behavior or whatever it, whatever it was is such that it triggered an anger specifically towards him. Yeah. And you mentioned about so-called life choices. Mm -hmm. Is there any sense of why with that whatever the conditioning and choices and the impact it made on the family. Have you any sense of why you gave it so much significance that it made you angry and the anger in varying degrees mm -hmm. has been staying with you for quite a long time and one could be a bit shocked at wow it's still around mm -hmm. having thought I worked it out. So there was a a view and an emotion 
and the reaction. Why did you, why did you give it so much the situation so much authority? Mm-hmm. Um, major ch- changes mm-hmm. in my life that were out of my control. Um, comparing current image with the previous image yes and finding seven differences yes and not being happy with them all right so you're right there was an image which was carried whatever the family unit then the circumstances changed (coughs) so that a new image came in partly whatever the views or behavior whatever it was with regard to your family or your parents or parent uh, there why would you want to keep living in images of father, mother and family why not have more connection with the real than with the image This is not the answer to your question, but no. partially mm-hmm. lack of ability to accept it. Right. So, the treasuring and the holding <coughs> to the picture of the the family yeah. and the resistance and the non-acceptance generated enough pressure inside for the anger to arise. Does your father know that you are angry with him? Um, He senses it. I bet he does. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. Uh, I haven't bursted out my bottled Mm. anger to him. Um, so he has an idea but doesn't know it fully right has any of this anything to do with the fact that there's a little one (laughs) hanging around (laughs) and the family with the pregnancy the family idea has gained an extra significance (laughs) is there a relationship between the anger and this baby Mm. Well, like, to be honest, I just woke up with some dreams this morning. All right. Um, and it can be very timely, yes. I'm curious about the dreams. What's the dreams, yeah. Um, in my dream, um, my father was, like, going on a brand new fancy journey on his yeah. own, yeah. on his very fancy bike. Um, and I felt left behind with my mum mm. trying to tidy up the old house with like old newspapers stacked around, mm. dusty mm. Um, and I was telling him, have you tried? like have you ever tried? Um, and he was telling me like what do you even know? what was he, what was he telling what, you? what do you even know? what like, do you even know? looking down to me not yes. taking serious I'm like you could have done like go to a therapist or you could have gone to a therapist together 
Mm. He has never done this, by the way. Pardon? He has never done this. No, uh, no, he, no. Yeah. And then he was like, you have no idea. And I'm like, look, I've had very positive experiences with different therapists in my life, in different stages in my life. I mean, I would genuinely recommend this. But he's not taking it seriously. And changes the topic as he always would, like, ah, oh, looks like you've lost a lot of weight. Look after yourself. Mm -hmm. And he writes and goes. So that was all in the dream. Hmm? Without going too much into the analysis of the dream, but my goodness me, there's a, a lot in it. <laughs> uh, and somewhere in it is the resolution of this anger issue as well. Uh, the dream, which is uh, the story, carries with it the, the witness, that's you. The witness is of the dream. Every figure, the bike, the colouring, the newspapers, the mother, the father, <coughs> yourself, and much, much more, some representation of uh, yourself. Key figure, of course, uh, is the father so if you drop the father inwardly father is the uh, animus it's the strong figure Not, nothing male about it it's just the, the strong figure the strong uh, identity do you think the father figure in you is, here is a bit exaggerated and, and therefore the blame and the anger and the reactivity that's the the authority of being judgmental that's the animus understand yes there are other facts which are going on there yes I agree it, it is distressing when a family breaks up it is distressing when um, an important figure in one's life such as the father leaves and, and goes uh, somewhere uh, uh, else not denying the feelings and emotions that go with it but what might be really fresh way for the authority in you rather than being the angry one carry the authority to look at the situation in some completely fresh way so fresh and clear it really is resolved and there's no more bottling up it's no more partially resolved it's finished because you've just understood something what is it you need to understand that it's their life and mm. I can have my own the first sentence is better than the second <laughs> it's their life forget your own for a moment it's their life and rather than have a duality 
Are they in another country? Yeah. Right. They're, in a, they're far away, they're in another country. It's their life and I have my own. Always so- sounds to me like there is a gap. Sounds like the gap is a signal of withdrawal and the withdrawal will not resolve this. So it is their life, forget, and I have my own, forget all of that. And then what? It is their life. I'm not dispute that for a moment. However, family is the daughter. Daughter is an adult. Daughter's going to be a mother in the weeks, months ahead. So there is the family. There is you. You have the authority. You're an adult woman. What's the authority that needs some understanding and expression and it's free from anger do you mean love? go on just a word <laughs> I mean, if it's about love go on I find that it's been also used by my father as a very good package and sprinkle on top of the story. Right. So don't use the word love. Yeah. It's uh, only a reminder of the anger. Yeah. All right. Still with the same question. What does it mean? To recognize they have their life. There's the family dynamic. You have a contribution to make, and the one up to now hasn't been much good at all. All the options coming to my mind are not resolving the issue. They're like moving on from that. Yes, but yeah. it, but it's there. Mm. It's yes, yes. The moving on is yeah. denial, yeah. it's withdrawal, it's mm. not an option, like it's an escape. Opening a new page or like yeah, is it, yeah. <coughs> yeah, yeah, useless. <laughs> Go on. sharing my feelings with him you'll be lucky <laughs> I'll give you a, 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 there's lots of responses but the one that comes out of you is far more important <clears throat> put, it, put it like this listen to the baby inside it will be a major clue (laughs) 
You're doing fine, by the way. Hang in. You're doing great. Clear and honest. I might be a little bit deaf. Pardon? I might be a little bit deaf. deaf. Yeah, I agree. Deaf to what? Deaf to hear what the baby says to that, mm. or right. <laughs> what you are helping me to find out. Keep listening. Hi. Mm. feel like I'm taking the whole night. <laughs> You've got nothing else to do, I promise. <laughs> Hang in. Um, it might be a distraction response, but my priorities will change yes when I become a mother mm, dramatically you're already a mother but inside and outside go on but carry on um, and I may not have space to keep those bottles in the, 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 to keep what? those bottles in the bottles mm. <laughs> There's some understanding in uh, uh, listening to you and a good, good fine voice there. There's some understanding which, as I listen, I think it just needs to kind of emerge out to kind of unbottle something. Some insight, something. That, ah, yes, of course. I didn't see this before. Some listening, listening to the baby, listening to the deep, mm. listening to the silence, not to the memory. Mm. Ready to uh, uh, emerge. Compassion. That, yes, it's something. Something that may be a fruit or an outcome or an expression. There's something about it, and reason is particularly in their own evolution into mother to being the mother there that if the understanding can come <coughs> it's going to be an immense support 
to your parenting, family, life. Not resolved, there will be echoes in the future. Forgiveness. Right. The, 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 uh, some of the precious words you use, no credit to you, love, compassion, forgiveness. So the heart is talking. But the words in, the, in my listening have a question mark. Oh, yeah. Some part um, of me is like, lame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> it's not a question mark which for me to affirm or reject, although I can. I'm interested in the insight. Something needs to emerge to make something so understood about which we call it. The dynamics of family life, you could put it. Relationship to a powerful, influential figure, you could put it like that. Change, what forms together can dissolve at any time, every kind of unit. Something in all of this dynamic requires a certain understanding which will be a precious support you in the present in the future to your youngster father yourself mother something to be really clear about not necessarily comfortable not necessarily easy but to be deeply clear about about the formation called the family and the secrecy, and the hiding, and the avoidance, and the fear of sharing with other family members, and all that that goes on, and all, all of that, all of that's included, it's all sparking anger. What does it need to be clearly understood by you? Unforgettably, in fact. the present and future. I might be distancing up from the topic, but mm. my, my, my own understanding of family, mm. or the family that I will be yes. forming up, might be different than the idea of the family that I've been grown up. Yes. And this might shift like the idea in me yes to ease the release of mm -hmm. the pressure but I'm not sure no you're right don't be sure so there's no assurance as you point out that though in the evolution of your own precious life and all that's implied uh, with you it may 
contribute to the understanding of the family life previously the daughter mother and father and so forth but it may not it may the understanding may come in the weeks and months year ahead but it may not and therefore some old shadows of the old family life might start creeping their way into the new one but you are the one with the awareness you are the one with the experience and with the clarity and that provides the opportunity to understand something so that it's not drifting over and blame and irritation and annoyance and upset and difficult dreams and so forth kind of obscure it so if, as you're doing already getting kind of deeper than that underneath that is uh, generating another kind of receptivity and something can, can emerge out of that which anger hides and this core question is what? And you're close. The love that I will be giving to the baby mm -hmm. um, is something I cannot put into the parameters of the equation right now. Mm. Is the only thing that I can think of. Mm. <laughs> so, given the dialogue and the communication this evening uh, between the uh, two of us sometimes there's a little pressure in the dynamic here I don't ask uh, easy questions for a start I can't imagine myself asking easy questions anyway and, and there's of course the good interest and presence on the people in the hall as well and the credit to you to, for staying uh, steady and it may be just as quite often is one of the situations as we often say metaphorically sitting with it so there's an interest in going deeper than the anger there's a deep interest from, you, from resolving it the commitment, the motivations are there the resolution of that is available, is accessible it feels to me like you're very close to it and that would be of immense support for you but also for family members because a significant amount of anger will have dissolved out of your life and that's 
the important element here. Uh, but it's finding, as I mentioned before, really fresh way to look at the dynamics of mother and father in this case. Okay. And if any more reflections, thoughts come, I'm here. Dig me out and we'll talk some more, one to one. Okay? Alright, <laughs> thank you. <coughs> so we'll have a quiet minute or two and then I'll just give a a uh, short reflection. There are times when there is an issue in our life that genuinely, authoritatively requires from us some analysis, some reflection, some looking at the wise, skillful use of thought, uh, we could say. And then there's a recognition that we explore and try that. There is the endeavour. We back off. But then very easily we land back in. There might be mild variations in the theme, but there's a recognition of over-analysis, over-interpretation. There. Uh, <coughs> the self is involved. So as we heard, the, the self-importance aspect uh, there, it may just be trying to get one's own way to prove a point, to be superior to another, to what else, get some status, get something out of it, etc. This is all the aspects of the self-importance. So sensing that there is an overdoing of the situation, that's the self-important aspect, then next step then is to, not easy, find some space around it, uh, there. And when we lose the interest, go back over it again, really lose the interest, so that means there isn't a habit, 
isn't the pattern, isn't just going back to it. What replaces that analysis and interpretation, as we heard, is trust. Trust is extraordinarily powerful. The old text of the of the uh, East, it's called the God of the Mind. To trust, and that trust is to reconnect deeply prior to the analysis and the dissecting uh, of that because if we tried that it was overworked and it ended up not being helpful and in that trust there is a sense uh, that the voice whatever it is can be found can be shared at the time if it involves the other with the other with the capacity to deal with it there and then the self-importance very easily inflates the idea that one knows the other and one knows if it's a conversational dissecting and kind of knows what she or he uh, will say. This is conceit. The other, I promise you, never keep to the never keep to the script. Someone can sit till the cows come home imagining I'm going to say this then she or he will say that and when they say that I'm going to say this. They, they just don't keep to the script. It's not theatre. Uh, there. So the trust comes in. There's a certain unknown element. But if we're really fairly steady and calm in the situation the, there's the potential to find the right voice. And that's beautiful. Similarly, with regard to uh, the past, old voices there, things perhaps kept secret or hidden uh, uh, from us from a whole uh, variety of uh, uh, reasons. Something a little, I'm a little uh, uh, familiar with with um, being uh, born to a, uh, brought up some years by a single mum never met my father then a few years later came the stepfather uh, there and though uh, within the dynamics of the situation my mother was for a good Catholic upbringing or not so good was rather fearful and afraid of saying anything to me in case I reacted or I felt hurt or it's daddy or whatever uh, etc so it was years and years later that the, the story finally came uh, out I just put it rather than get angry about all the secrecy that went on for years I just put it in the all too human box, family box if you're in a family there are going to be secrets things are going to be hidden and you and I can talk about being open to the cows come home do you think mummy and daddy are going to listen? think the brothers and sisters are not going to have the secrets you think we're not going to have the secrets etc sometimes in our life it's not easy get real there's a terrible phenomena in the kind of especially in these kind of circles that you and I move in about openness and clarity and forgiveness uh, etc the lovely words but quite often very often lots of things in life are 
are kept secret. And it is disappointing uh, to have to uh, deal with it. I agree. But we've got to dig deep enough, as with the good person just now, to look underneath the anger, look underneath the disappointment that's gone on with the family, whatever, and just find a way that's skillful, clear, beneficial for ourselves and also beneficial for other members of the family. Anger is destructive. It's destructive. And this is a teaching of liberation from uh, this kind of reactivity to find something else. It isn't easy, but it's truly possible. And when that stops, the benefits can run for generations. We're not just doing it for ourselves, it's for generations. And we have the practices and the explorations to uh, engage in that. Thank you very much for the two voices and the trust in the voices, the trust in the sharing, the openness and the communication of the detail, much very much appreciated as well as to all the listeners. Let's just have our quiet minute together to conclude, please. <coughs>